What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock news block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door if you go to a local restaurant, school store, or plant in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. A man and a woman from St. Joseph have been charged with murder and the death of an 8-year-old child. The Berrien County Prosecutor's Office says 41-year-old Brian R. Murrow and 34-year-old Mia A. Murrow are charged with first-degree felony murder, possession of methamphetamine, and possession of a drug called DMT. The St. Joseph Department of Public Safety responded to a home in the 700 block of Columbia Avenue on May 3rd and found a deceased 8-year-old. An autopsy was ordered, and police at the time called the death suspicious. The prosecutor says both Brian and Mia Morrow have been arraigned with bonds set at $700,000 with a GPS tether. In addition, the courts ordered no contact between the two of them and no contact with anyone under the age of 18. They're both set for a pre-exam conference June 10th and then a preliminary examination on June 16th. A Berrien County teacher is inviting the community to come out to a March for Our Lives rally planned in St. Joseph for next Saturday to call for sensible gun laws. Perry Hepler tells us that following the school shootings in Texas last week, a lot of teachers are thinking about how these tragedies could happen anywhere. I'm an elementary teacher, and so when that tragedy in Uvalde happened, I could really relate to that. And so a lot of this is just my gut-level response that I really felt a need to do something. Hepler teaches the second grade at Hollywood Elementary. He tells us he doesn't hear much anxiety from his students, but he knows the older students are concerned. He's planning the March for Our Lives to coincide with a march planned in Washington, D.C. the same day. Even if somebody is not sure where they stand about gun control, it's a rally, it's not a protest. We're getting together really to think about this issue and to highlight this issue, that it's a problem and that we do need to do something about it. Hepler says the rally will be on Saturday, June 11th, outside the office of Congressman Fred Upton at 720 Main Street in St. Joseph. He says he selected the location and not to criticize Upton, but because gun laws are a federal issue. He invites everyone who wants to be engaged in the issue to come to the rally, rain or shine. It'll be next Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. We'll have a link to its Facebook event page at our website. Police in South Haven are looking for a man who they say made threats of assault while possibly armed with a gun on Tuesday. South Haven Police Department says officers were called to the 16,000 block of 77th Street in South Haven Township and attempted to make contact with 33-year-old Benjamin William Ewert, but he refused to follow their commands and ran into his home. A neighbor later said that he saw Ewert running through a property next door and toward the beach. Police later searched the home, but they've not found Ewert. The department says warrants for felony assault and resisting and obstructing police have now been issued for him. Additional warrants were also approved for prior incidents, including a separate assault and larceny. Anyone with information on his location is asked to contact the South Haven Police Department. We have his picture at our website. A shooting near Hope College in Holland left a teenager dead and another critically injured this week. 
The Holland Department of Public Safety says it happened about 10.30 last night. Captain Robert Burzna said the college went on lockdown for several hours. Yeah, anytime we have major incidents like that, whether they're you know, in somewhat of a proximity to either the college or any of the local schools, we notify them. I know with Hope Campus Safety, they also monitor our radio frequency, so they may have already prior been aware. And then the college or the um, local school will make the determination if they're going to go on into lockdown. Investigators believe the teens were riding bicycles on College Avenue when they were shot. Authorities are looking for the suspect and describe him as a thin-built man around 20 years old. The Mendel Center has released the schedule for the next Economic Club of Southwestern Michigan Speaker Series. It says guests will include former Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull and actor Henry Winkler. The season will kick off September 15th with Turnbull, the 29th Prime Minister of Australia. He'll talk about geopolitics and his experiences leading that country. Henry Winkler will speak November 8th after having canceled last season. Next up will be a Pulitzer-winning historian, historian and biographer Will Haygood on January 19th, and finally Goldie Block's CEO and founder Debbie Sterling, March 14th. Also this week, the Mendel Center announced the schedule of performances planned for the next year. They will include Weird Al Yankovic on August 26th, Hotel California, a salute to the Eagles, September 24th, and The Price is Right live on October 30th. The Mendel Center will also have several National Geographic live and discovery events. You can see the lineup at its website. At an introduction at the Mackinac Policy Conference this week, Governor Gretchen Whitmer announced the U.S. Center for Advanced Manufacturing is launching in Troy in Automation Alley. The governor says the facility will help to innovate manufacturing in Michigan. Our manufacturing and design heritage and our innovative, hardworking people are creating unmatched opportunities for businesses of all sizes to grow and to thrive in the state of Michigan. So when any business in the world, specifically mobility, electrification, advanced manufacturing, is deciding where to expand, I hope all know this, the answer is very clear. It's in the state of Michigan. Goals for the center include transforming the advanced manufacturing industry as well as extending Michigan's brand and promoting international networking in the manufacturing industry. Work is ongoing on two road reconstruction projects in St. Joseph. The city says separate crews are handling the reconstruction of both Willa Drive and Lester Avenue. The sewer work is almost complete on Willa between St. Joseph Drive and Highland Avenue, and work to lay water mains is slated to start Friday. As the contractor proceeds north, access to driveways will once again shift from the north to the south. The city says there will be times that driveways are inaccessible in order to lay the water main, and it recommends affected residents park on the available side street while the project's finished. Meanwhile, all the underground work is done, and road building is underway on Lester Avenue. The city says concrete will be poured next week, and it should take about a week to cure. If all goes as planned, roadway paving of Lester Avenue should be completed by July. State and local leaders are at the Mackinac Policy Conference this week talking about a variety of issues. One focus is gas prices as they continue to climb. Senator Debbie Stabenow spoke about price gouging this week and said oil companies are controlling the prices. I think colleagues in the House would agree they are taking advantage of a situation right now that then puts the governor and everybody else into a position of trying to figure out what to do. We always know prices go up after Memorial Day, right? We're all going to the cottage. We know the prices are going to go up. But this time, it is outrageous. Stabenow says the U.S. Senate will soon vote on legislation that would allow the president more options to do something about the rising prices. And there are more than 100,000 vehicles in Michigan affected by faulty and recalled airbags. 
Chris Freeman was, is the president of Check to Protect, a collaborative initiative between several automakers, including Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, and others, with a goal of making people aware they may have a damaged airbag and how they can fix it. We've repaired millions of vehicles over the last five or six years. However, there is still a population, a group of people that either has received the information and not prioritized the repair, or maybe they haven't received it because they've moved or they've sold the vehicle to a new owner. Even though automakers work really hard at finding out who the correct owner is and sending them a letter or calling them or emailing them, Sometimes uh, we just can't find everybody. Drivers can visit checktoprotect.org, enter a license plate number or the vehicle's VIN, and then schedule a free repair appointment at a dealership. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. A primetime address from President Biden tonight regarding gun issues. ABC's Karen Travers has more. President Biden will deliver remarks tonight at the White House focused on gun violence. The president in the past two weeks has traveled to Buffalo, New York and Uvalde, Texas after mass shootings there to grieve with the communities and meet with the families of the victims. The White House says the president's giving a small group of Democratic and Republican senators space to try and negotiate an agreement on gun legislation. The president told ABC News Wednesday he's not confident Congress will take action based on his experience of serving 36 years in the Senate. Karen Travers ABC News, the White House. A small bipartisan group of senators, meanwhile, talking about what could get support from lawmakers. ABC's Alex Prichet says despite earlier indications the president is not getting directly involved. The president and the, the White House has been, been criticized about whether or not he was actually going to, to enter into these discussions. Uh, the president saying that he was going to be having discussions with Congress. He was going to talk with Congress about that. Uh, but, but so far, at least with these negotiations that are happening in the Senate, he's let Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi and Leader Schumer kind of carry out on in their respective train, uh, chambers there. A Texas state senator says the commander at the scene of a school shooting in Texas was not informed of panic 911 calls from inside the school building. Senator Roland Gutierrez said during a news conference today the pleas for help from people inside Robb Elementary School in Uvalde did not make their way to School District Police Chief Pete Arandondo. The Democratic senator called it a system failure, that the calls were going to city police but not communicated to the chief on the ground. The head of the Texas Department of Public Safety has said police did not confront the gunman more quickly because the chief believed the situation had morphed from an active shooting into a hostage situation. Nineteen children and two teachers died. The alleged Buffalo supermarket shooter pleaded not guilty today to a 25-count indictment. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. Peyton Gendron appeared briefly in court where his lawyer entered a not guilty plea on his behalf. Erie County District Attorney John Flynn said Gendron is the first defendant to be charged under a new statute in the state, domestic terrorism motivated by hate. That charge only has one sentence if, in fact, the defendant is found guilty of that charge, and that is life without parole. The charge reflects the white supremacist rhetoric that Gendron allegedly posted on social media, along with plans for an attack at the Topps Market in Buffalo that were months in the making. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. The White House coordinator for the COVID-19 response says the nation's youngest kids may may soon see vaccinations in arms. ABC's 
M. Wynn has more from Washington. The White House coordinator of the COVID-19 response, Dr. Ashish Jha, said the FDA advisory committee is meeting mid-month to decide whether to recommend vaccines for kids six months to five years old. Jha said the administration is now working with states, health departments, pediatricians and pharmacies to potentially supply up to 10 million vaccines almost immediately if they're authorized. Although the recommendation is not guaranteed, he said, states can order vaccines for America's youngest starting tomorrow. M. Wen, ABC News, Washington. And Amber Heard is planning to appeal the loss of her defamation case to ex-husband Johnny Depp. More from ABC's Jason Nathanson. The very public and ugly legal battle between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp isn't over. Heard plans to appeal. Oh, absolutely. And she has some excellent grounds for it. Heard's lawyer Elaine Bredhoff on the Today Show saying the jury didn't get the full story. There was so much evidence that did not come in. And she also claimed social media support of Depp and trashing of Heard swayed the jury. There's no way they couldn't have been influenced by it. And it was horrible. As for the $10.3 million judgment, can Amber Heard pay that? Oh, no, absolutely not. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.